junkies. Hi, popcorn junkies Ow. here. Uh, popcorn junkies, uh, reviewing the Green Knight. Uh, you may well, uh, subs and film fans, have seen our reactions to the various trailers. Did you like the look of them? Not specially. I'm not huge on that whole Lord of the Rings stuff, and I presume ah. that's what it would be. Well, it's Arthurian. Arthurian legend. You're not a big, big fan of Arthurian because I'm a huge fan of the whole Arthurian thing. Yeah, but we can't thing. talk like that because uh, no, I'm not. But this wasn't that it wasn't what it purported to be well, in my yeah, mind well apart from it, it occurs within the arthurian yes 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 uh, but it was a different matter context. to lord of the rings type trilogy we seem to be talking across purposes here <laughs> an awful lot. Um, i'm saying it's arthurian not lord of the rings yes no, there no, is a, no, but... for a fantasy fan there's a deep difference oh no there is but it's, it's but still that it involves swords and cutting off heads and that sort of a thing and i'm not a huge fan of dev patel uh, unlike not... you and, did you not uh... like him in david copperfield i did think he started good. in a very combative fashion <laughs> it's not lord of the rings i'm not a lord of the rings fan i don't like dev patel did, it's not what i thought it was gonna I be i did like him in direct david copperfield actually yeah, I thought he was brilliant yeah, he uh, was. he's grown on me i have to say oh I, he's I, grown on me yeah totally. what, like a bunion <laughs> no no he's totally grown on um, me i well sean harris in this plays uh you know king arthur and obviously dev patel plays as they called him in the film gawan Gwen, Gwen. Is that because of the Welsh Celtic? I think that's probably the Celtic, yeah. Um, so anyway, this is the story of Gawain and the Green Knight. It's based on poetry. There's, I mean, okay, when did you say water night? Water night. Do, 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 right. do. What, that 70s disco <laughs> song? Why would you want to say that? I don't know. The oh, director okay. is David Lowry. Now, yeah, now what? tell me what David he's Lowry done. did that curious film, A Ghost Story, theoretically starring Casey Affleck as the ghost with a blanket over his head. Oh, now that was a film that divided people. Now, people really hated it, or people really liked it. I really liked it. I remember you liking yeah. it. Yeah, I really liked I'm it. I'm not saying what I... What did you think? I, didn't, I certainly didn't really like it. It was really a lot like of it. shots of a man, of, of a ghost with a, with a sheet over I thought his head. It was... We'll pop up a photo oh, looking out the window. Oh, that's so interesting. I thought there was something deeply soulful about it. You did, didn't yeah, you? Really I didn't. Moving. I thought it was deeply, maybe I was deeply... On, maybe I was in the pit of a breakdown, another breakdown, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, but... that explains a lot. Yes, it does. So this stars Alicia Vikander, Joel Edgerton, Sarita Chowdhury, yes, Sean does. Harris, Ralph Innocent, and obviously in the starring role, Dev Patel. It's set within the context of King Arthur. King Arthur, as, as I just said, playing by Sean Harris. A very emaciated, ill poorly looking King Arthur sort of you well, felt it's old is about to go isn't it yeah but you yeah. felt the round table had seen better times oh certainly yeah I don't like him as an actor either no and then and then the Green Knight sort of steps in and the Green Knight is is in many regards I felt the Green Knight was like um Groot's grandfather yes wasn't it yes it's like there's a direct lineage like. between Groot yes. and the Green Knight one tiny one huge and the Green Knight came in and he said I will challenge you if you take my head off, we will do the same thing yes, in another yes, year's yes, time yes, or something yes, like yes. that. And of course, so uh, it's not giving anything away. It's in the trailer. Uh, Dev Patel, Guan, lops off his head. He picks up his head and says, see you in a year. We're going to go do the same yeah, thing not, again. Not without working very hard. <coughs> did um, he work hard? Yes. I thought he just did one swipe. Well, yes, but yes, that's true. Okay. Are you okay. all right, Mum? Yeah, no, no, I'm fine. It does become a sort of fantasy journey where he goes on an errand after a year passes quite quickly and the time is upon him which if it was me i'd, I'd be going i'd be getting very anxious and stressed yeah. because i'm basically this is a two-way thing you yes. chop my head off i'll chop your head off yeah in, in a year i'll give you a year curious agreement it, it was you shook it was, on you shook was, on that agreement yeah. 
He um, wasn't happy, though. No, he wasn't happy, but I think an intriguing theme within it was that he kind of want he was up for the egotistical prowess yeah. of having lopped the head off first time and it's about is that not perhaps one of its themes about living and reputation i'm sure it is but also isn't it even more importantly about him being true to his word and and not chivalry because that doesn't cover it but him being whether he likes it or not whether he's fearful or not he has to go he has to go and fulfill the prophecy because that's what knights do yeah, i yeah. presume yeah um, is it? I mean, knights are honourable, yeah. Honourable, I mean, yeah, that's the word I'm honorable. searching for. He was a dissolute youth, though, wasn't he? Yes. In, in actual real life. Very like Prince Hal. Yes, Henry, yeah, 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 yeah. I was getting those He was drinking vibes. and carousing and yeah, He was in a brothel and, with Alicia Vikander. Yeah, and he couldn't... Do you, you think Alicia Vikander's wig was a bit odd in that first scene? She, she, she was playing two people. Yeah, she was. Yeah. I mean, I, and I thought she was really hard you to believe. You wigs. No, no, I found her really hard to believe, and I didn't think she was particularly good as the sort of brothel Morgan No, I didn't. Also, I'll tell you what I found... Was she, he Morgan? For, no, his mother no, was Morgan. Mo sorry, mother was sorry. Morgan. I thought his mother was brilliant when that voice really came out yeah. of her at Friday yeah, me today. That was, that was I'll tell you what irritated me as much as wigs irritate you. They used two different horses for his journey. Oh, and it drove me up the wall. I mean, Did I thought, they? yes. One had got a blaze like that. The other one had got no, a blaze like that. just changed them off shot. A kind of weird <laughs> thing to get bogged down by. Um, so, yeah, he was. He was kind of like a rogue. He was uh, what have you. But he was. I, I felt this was about sort of he had celebrity, didn't he? Because he'd, yes. he'd lopped the Green Knight's head off. Yes. He was the be all and end all. He's a knight at the round table. He's full of he's full of vim and vigour, whereas King Arthur has clearly seen better on days. The, yeah, he's on, on the, the end. He's, he's just looking emaciated. He's got a terrible cold. He can't speak him. But his voice is very, great. Very. It's brilliant. I love his voice. Okay. And then he heads off because a year has come and he's got to head off and he's got to basically uh, sort of face up to the, the deal. You're right. The deal, An yeah. honourable deal. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, it, maybe somebody other than the knight could yeah. have run off in the opposite direction. Absolutely. But because he's more intense and more more whatever than anybody else he has to go through with it yeah absolutely now what did you think so on his journey he sets off plowing mm. across land i love a horse setting off i love an adventure i do we're going on an adventure i love anything like that where yeah. you see a horse head off from the battlements into yeah. landscape i'm like yes um and then quite quickly he bumps into barry keogh doesn't he now normally you're not a fan of Barry Keogh. I'm not normally, but I thought he was brilliant. And what was this. he playing? He was sort of playing a sort of scavenger in a the field of war, wasn't he? Somebody who, yes, was a robber. And uh, yeah. He, yeah, I thought he was great. So these are some of the things that he sort of, yeah, so he meets this boy scavenging a battlefield littered with dead warriors that put me in mind of the idea that at the Battle of Waterloo, yeah. a lot of dentistry depended on these battles because yes. they pull the teeth out. So he yeah. made me think of that. He was kind of weird, wasn't he, in a good way? He was great. I yeah. mean, he seemed sort of like totally rounded as a figure. Yes. I mean, because to begin with, he's, he's his friend, isn't he? Yes. And then he goes off for five minutes, comes back, and is definitely not his friend. He's, he robs him. And then he meets a fox. A f yeah. And is it a fox? Think of the fox? Was it the fox? Oh, we don't know, do we? It didn't. Mm. He had a strange tail for a fox. It was very perky. Yes, it was. I it like was, the fox, actually. I like the fox. And in the trailer, I thought the fox was the least convincing thing. But I actually <laughs> bought the fox. Oh, OK. What I, does that say about the rest of it, though? Well, yeah, I bought the fox. And then, anyway, so then he, he encounters a fox, befriends it. And then he ends up at another castle 
where he meets this lord, and he's played, I thought, rather brilliantly by Joel Edgerton. I know. And I've not been a Joel Edgerton fan. Oh, no, I've always been oh, a Joel Edgerton fan. But it, but he appears in the most random things. I mean, he suddenly appeared as if he'd come out of the Californian desert, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, I thought, what the hell? It was very curious, though, wasn't he? I was thinking basically. if they ever make a film of Robin Williams, he needs to play him. Oh, he that's looks interesting. A bit like him. He does a bit. There's his beautiful wife, played by, jewel played by Alicia Vikander, yeah. adding another sort of mystical kind of magical yeah. kind of element to it all yeah. i thought she was brilliant in that part yeah i thought she was absolutely captivating beautiful alluring in yeah. that sort of way that uh that a mermaid can be you're not that she is a mermaid but no. you're not in that sort of yeah. way that a siren is yeah you felt i felt and i believed the way in which she was charming him and uh he was and he was being allured and then it got very intimate very quickly very intimate, and then something actually. extraordinarily sort of a bit too much happened on his green yeah. He sort of had a green bathrobe tie. Yes. Like yeah. a belt, like bathrobe belt. Or a scarf, it would be yeah. around your and neck. So he's having sex with middle. her and then suddenly stuff lands all over his thing. Which seems to imbue it with te incredible power. Does it? I, I Well, I... <laughs> Well, how did you read this, guys? This moment where essentially he, he climaxes on his bathrobe belt, which is green. <laughs> I thought this was all about, and I think this is really, we're cutting to the, let's cut to the quick. This film is about paganism. It's about the earth. It's about, it's about you know, connection with the earth. It's about fertility. It's about rejuvenation. It's about resurrection. You've, it's about nature, uh, as, as manifested by the Green Knight and, and, and the countryside, versus... An incredibly emaciated sense of civilization with King Arthur dying. Yeah. That's dying. Yeah. But there's something else out there. There's a point quite early on in the film where somebody says, Why green? And she says, or whoever's with him at the yeah. time, sort of goes into detail about it's mo it's mold, it's the colour of the earth, it's mm. the colour of things not being right. Mm. And um and there's a big emphasis on that, but in the sense that that is better. Yes. Than the than the civilization. But you hate the countryside, so I'd have thought you didn't sign up to that. Well, he was he was the director was converting me. Oh right, what well, to rural to the rural, rural things. Idol. I mean, I did I did think um, his green bathroom sash was a bit much. I thought but, it was a bit much, but because it was so graphic. It was so graphic. It was. But hideous. then I thought, well, maybe it needed to be that graphic. I don't know. And then we have a curious moment in the forest where Joel Edgerton tries to snog Div. Yes, what was that about? I don't know. I leant over to Maddie and said, what the hell happened there? What, I didn't see that coming at all. I didn't no, have, no, didn't I have didn't. Joel But again, I wondered whether this whole film... I mean, we, it's easy to... We've unpacked some of the, the moments that they have. He gets to he gets to the Green Knight. It kicks off. You know, he, he doubts it. He wants to do really it. He doesn't want off. to do it. No, he doesn't want it to happen. He's a bit scared. It he stands up there and he, he stands, stands down. down there. He falls asleep. He waits for a long time. I liked that. I liked that moment on the stairwell where they were kind of... There was the wait. Yeah. And I really bought into... So he meet, basically he meets this guy and he's had the agreement guy, the tree, tree knight. Uh, and as I say, they've had this agreement. But once they come together, this is the kind of, this is the finale, isn't yeah. it? This is reaching the kind of the climax of the, um, climax. Of, the, of, the, of, the, of the tale, if you like, of yeah. the fable. And I liked all the hesitation. Yeah, because there are three opportunities, yeah. aren't there? And each time he For says, no, wait to a chop minute. His head off. Yeah. And then something happens in his brain or what, you know, we yes. see a sort of different scenario. Yeah. And I thought that was... Cool. Yeah, and in one of them we flipped forward, didn't we, yes. to seeing what would happen or yes. could happen. You know, is this about um, him giving up on his prestige and his ego and his fame? He's going to have to let go of that now yeah. because it, to actually close the deal, he's had a year of fame and notoriety and, you know, celebrity... 
um, from from you know from having locked off this guy's head. But now it's the flip side, yeah. and it's going to just be Come the end of his life. What I wanted to say at the beginning, when you started to explain all the bits and pieces that go on and the yeah. the linear nature of it, I love this film. I loved it. I thought it 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 was very long and it's very detailed, mm. and um, I felt sort of in terms of um. I mean, it makes a lot of sense, actually, saying that he directed the ghost thing. Ghost story. Because um, although I didn't like that, I can see a lot of the same yeah. sort of things. And um, I thought there were some absolutely standout, stellar moments in this. Like, like for example, lots of the ordinary things that he has to go through. But things like, you know, the bit where giants suddenly appear well, I thought that was I thought that was the most magical part of it. it when, absolutely he, when he amazing. ate the mushrooms, he ate some mushrooms. Yeah. And then he saw those... Well, I mean, I think. I mean, this... I was moved, moved incredibly by oh, right. that, and I okay. wasn't really even quite sure why. Yeah, no, I was too. I was oh, too. Okay. No, I found that really, I found that a really compelling part. I mean, I, for me, that moment reminded me of the Jez Butterworth play, um, Jerusalem. Jerusalem. And, yes. And I was getting a lot of that. I got a lot of that sort of paganistic. The earth is something more than, and albeit it's his hallucinations. I like that. With I mean, I love the fox. That is what the film is about. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah what our connection with. The earth. The earth. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But there were even, sorry, but there was that moment, yeah, which we obviously agree on, the giants. But also I thought he was so, so sort of brave in terms of things like, do you remember the 360 degree pan where he's he's filming the, him dead mm. and then he keeps turning, keeps turning, goes to winter, spring, summer, and then he's alive. Mm. I mean, I thought that was amazing. I mm. mean, I, I uh, one way and another... I mean, I know I jump easy in the cinema, but he kept he kept making me jump. I right. wasn't expecting what was going to happen next to happen, mm. and I was totally immersed in it. He couldn't mm. have done more to immerse me. Right. And as I say, the reason I'm saying that so sort of definitively is it's surprising because I wouldn't have thought it would have done that to me. So this isn't the kind of film you would have thought no. you'd have a positive response to, because you, no. you see, I, it's the kind of film I I was hope, hoping I would have a really positive yeah, response to. Yeah, I would have to. thought you would have. Had and there was, but the thing is, and and to be honest, there were so many elements and and moments in it that I really liked, but I just, and this is going to be a really sort of reductive thing to say, and I'm up for. The fight, yeah, I'm really up for lingering on this stuff mm. and sort of being Im embedded in this stuff. I I was bored. Were you? And it was all those things. It was mesmerising. It was magical. It was truly a filmic fable. Yes. It was a retelling of a poem, because, of course, it's a famous poem as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It was a retelling of a poem. It was poetic. It, it was mythic. It, it was mythic. That's your perfect word, mythic. It was pagan. Yeah. It was all about the things I said earlier about rejuvenation, res resurrection, about the sort of earth versus civilization, the sort of hollowness of, of men versus the wholesomeness of nature. Mm -hmm. It looked beautiful, you know, where there were special effects of sorts. They were great. And yet I came out. And I was like, it was all those things. And I felt all those moments. I thought Barry Keogh's moment was good. I thought the, the wandering sort of sentinels through the landscape was wonderful. I loved the green man, the green knight. I loved the kind of thing at the end. And I was bored. You were bored. I was really bored. And it really frustrated me because I thought, how annoying. Because there's so much I liked about this. Mm. But if someone was to say to me, oh, should I go and see it? So for example, Kiki really wanted to see it. And I said... I don't think you'll get through it. No. I really don't think you'll get through it because I think the trailers, and I'm not saying that the trailers, you know, you, you've, you've got to be sort of intelligent and see beyond the trailers. The trailers very much sort of gave a more, I suppose, a more 
coherent sense of the story. Yeah. Whereas really the stories are relevant. It's about it's about it's incredibly meandering. Stuff. I mean, it's very slow. It's two hours ten, and I just, I just didn't want. I mean, I, you've I hate... got to be taken by the mythicness or not. And but you I was, but I, I do no, no, no. And at times I was, but I do just sometimes feel like, as a filmmaker, you have some responsibility to just tightening that. I just felt it was self-indulgent at times. Oh, did you? I just felt it needed to not move on in a kind of rush it, but maybe have fewer scenes, so you still have that sense of lingeringness. You know, I, I just. I don't think it would have been quite as in, as immersive if he'd shortened it's it. It's really it, for me. It was one of the most challenging films to form a really coherent response to because, on the one hand, it annoyed the pants off me. As an experience in the cinema, I was really, really agitated and bored. Um, it was like not enough was happening in the shots, or not enough was happening between the shots to maintain my interest beyond some of these glorious set pieces of which. The, the most symbolic for me was, the, as we the said, giants. the Met the Giants. I loved the, I loved the sequences and scenes with Joel Edgerton and Alicia Vikander. Yeah. I, I thought they were really rich. What about him, him himself? He was, it was a big ask of an actor to keep yeah. ploughing through that and, and stay focused in some way. I think he did a good enough job. I, think, I thought he was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, thought about a good enough job. No. He was Gawain for Yeah, he me. was Gawain. But, I mean, I, I, you know... In the all, same way as... I mean, I'm sorry to... to say again we've already said Prince Hal but it was Shakespearean mm. I thought I'm watching something mm. that isn't by Shakespeare but in its intent and purpose is mm. Shakespearean its themes are massive earth versus civilization mm. Mm. and the fact that uh, I mean as I say I've not been a huge Dev Patel fan before but I thought he absolutely mm. inhabited it and okay it would have been very I'm not saying I was any better than you in not being bored, but for some unknown reason, it had me. Mm. It had me like a, a long, epic poem. Mm. No, 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 and I think it is those things. I just think I was impatient. I was an impatient viewer. And oh. I mean, here's a minor detail that's a really odd technical one. Yeah. The sounds of the Green Knight moving and walking yes. were too big for, for the night. They were beautifully executed. The crunches... <laughs> It can't be too big. It was no, no, enormous. no, no, no. He was enormous, but they were almost. It, they weren't matched with the soundscape of the I rest know of the what film. You mean, actually. And there was something about them that was always a bit. You're over trying here. Just turn the volume down <laughs> the a little bit. Foley. Yeah, turn the foley down just a bit because it was just too much. And I do know what you mean actually, because I did think that at one point. Yeah, and I, but I liked the Green Knight. I liked his mask. I liked his face. I liked the shift in him towards the end. I loved the fondness in his face. Yeah. Look. What I'm saying is it's a really going to be a really difficult one for me to score. I loved all the th all the themes in this film are the closest to my heart. So yes. it's not about me not liking the themes. No, no, no. It's... I love any film that takes a long poetic approach to anything. Yeah. I just don't think, for me, it had all the ingredients I was hoping for to create that effect. Okay. It had a few, okay. but it didn't have enough. Okay. I, you know, I mean, for example, I don't mind languorousness. I don't mind it taking its time. I mean, check out is a ghost story. Yeah. It, it, not a lot happens all the way through it. Yeah. And yet that was keeping me thinking about other ideas. I think possibly my problem with this was it didn't take me further than the top line of all those interests I have about paganism and Earth. I mean, when I just asked you, you said civilization versus Earth. Yes. But I felt it could have gone even deeper into that. 
And I don't yeah. think it went deep enough or in the way that a ghost story did. I think the reason a ghost story really worked for me, it was all about empty spaces when we occupied them, the transition of time, going back to the same place. It had my, my brain was, was, was doing double somersaults okay. whilst not a lot was happening on screen. And I think this purports to be more intellectual than it is. Oh, and okay. I think it's not a very intellectual film. And maybe it doesn't want to be or set out to be. I, but I oh, was no, I think it does. <laughs> yeah, I think it does. And I was expecting to be intellectually stimulated. And I just wasn't. Okay. It, it didn't tell me anything I didn't already know. And it didn't surprise me in the way that it did the, not rural, but the paganistic yeah. antiquity. And Arthurian legend is so rich for that. The magic of the land. And it just didn't give me that. So what would I score it? I would give it 70 out of 100. I mean, I think it's an incredibly difficult one to score because although I wasn't, I wasn't bored for a minute. So right. to say, say the difference between us. I wasn't bored for a minute, but it is a long watch. Mm. It's a big ask in a way, but I was totally sort of committed to it. But what would I give it? I'd give it ninety. Mm. Yeah. I mean, me and Maddie were so excited about seeing it. Oh. She was absolutely bored, rigid. I knew she would be. She was bored rigid. So I think this is a very difficult film for a young for young adults or a youngster yeah. to watch. It really isn't Lord of the Rings. It really no. isn't. But equally for me, it wasn't the... I thought I was... I mean, I think that's the nub of it. I think I was expecting a more intellectual film. Yeah, and, and I th you are right in the sense that... It was actually I, quite simple. Yeah, it was. Sim it was, and it is simple. But And I think you're right in the sense that it's... It, they, it wants to be thought intellectual, right. definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely. And maybe that's what I was struggling with it. Yeah. I felt its reach to it, yeah. and I, it didn't reach far enough. No, it sta maybe I started I to be cognizant of that, like about three quarters of the way through it. Thoroughly enjoying yeah. it, but when I realised that, it slightly affected my enjoyment mm. of it. But then I thought, oh, you're committed now, mm. Diane, so just stay with it. Maybe we want to explore the Green Knight myth oh, yeah. much yeah. more oh good for more film and family fun don't forget to click the subscribe button and make sure to click the bell to never miss an update